Cultivation, Cultivation with Kevin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new season of Cultivation with Kevin. I'm your host, Kevin the Dreamer. And today I'm joined by my girl, model extraordinaire, the Kylie Hughes. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So excited to see your face. So excited. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, so excited to connect with you and talk about different things. Today, we are talking about some modeling. I usually do icebreaker questions, but I'm unprepared today and did not come up with some. (laughs) So let's see if I can come up with some on the fly. Okay. Kylie, let's see. What is your favorite color? Um, Red and black. That's always my favorite color. I love black. I wear it like every single day. That's a great combination too. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. What is your favorite food? Oh, that's hard. I love food. I have to say I love seafood. So like I'm always down for crab legs. Oh, yes. That has to be my all-time favorite. Yes. That and crab cakes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. See, now, now, now I want some seafood and I want to go to Red Lobster. Oh, yes. Final question. Do you have a favorite movie? I know that's a hard question. Um, I'm not like too big into movies, honestly. But if I had to pick. How about how about a TV show? TV show? I love Shameless. Shameless. Okay. I've been you... watched it for years. Okay. I've not seen it. So I'm going to have to get caught up. I'm behind. It's good. I love it. I've watched it like seven different times. I love it. It's my favorite. Okay. I love it. All right, guys. We are talking modeling today with Kylie. So me and Kylie have a background in modeling. We connected through a talent agency um, (laughs) locally where we are. And we just have a lot of stories to say, excuse me, stories to share. And we are going to just be chopping it up and talking about Kylie's experience and hoping that it helps somebody and also just having a little bit of fun along the way. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. Kylie, so you say that you have had a fire in you from a very young age. Can you describe that? Yeah. So as long as I can remember, I've just always been into clothes. I was the super girly person in like elementary school. Like I loved pink, I loved glitter, like I loved shopping. Like I would make like YouTube videos of like closet tours and just like fashion hauls. And that never left. Like it just followed me up until now because I'm 19 now. And that passion is still there, but more in a like artistic way. Like I want to like tell stories with clothing. That's why I love fashion shows and like walking in fashion shows because I like feel that power and it connects me to my inner child in a way. So okay. that's why I still love it. Okay. So you have always loved clothing and now you mm-hmm. still love clothing, but you want to be creative with it and tell a story. So yeah, have you been able to tell any stories with your clothing, with your you know clothing choices and with your fashion and, and just your artistry of being who you are? Honestly, I think so. Ever since when I was in high school, I would tell stories like with my hair. Like I would, I've had like every single colored hair and I would resemble like the color of hair I had. It would like tell a story of like where I'm at in my life. Like when I had blue hair is when I started like being myself more and being like, 
unapologetic about myself and just like my clothes were like really out there and then like when i had silver hair is when i was starting to like dig deep into myself and like going through more of like a depression state in a way and just like healing all of like the dark sides of me and i i do the same thing with my clothes too like my style represents like the point in time of like where i'm at in my life if that makes sense so like my dream would to be like the more i get into this industry i really obviously i want to model and i want to do the fashion shows but i also want to create clothing and like share my story about a bunch of different things like through clothing and have you had the opportunity yet to walk in different fashion fashion shows Yes, down in LA, I did a um, fashion show for, I'm trying to think, Nicole Miller. And that was so fun. And her show was wrapped around the song, I Am Woman. And I loved that because it told a story about like how powerful it is to be a woman and just like all the different like shapes and sizes and like walking that show, I felt so inspired and I loved it because you got to see like a bunch of different clothes and a bunch of different stories. And they had dancers in the show too. And it was just amazing. Like I just loved it. And I felt like the story was definitely told through the music and the way that she made us walk and the way that we performed. And it was very emotional too. And that's what I loved about it. Yes, I remember that show. Mm-hmm. I remember the song. That was the first time I ever heard that song. Yeah. And it was it was beautiful to see how that, song was able to tell a story yeah um, and just every you know every artist that was a part of it was it was very powerful was that your first fashion show experience yeah that was okay so you've pretty much always been dreaming for that moment as a child did you see you saw yourself on the runway walking in the runway telling telling stories with your clothes and through your fashion Mm -hmm. okay that's really dope And just to circle back on something that you said earlier that I never really thought of, um, you said that you have pretty much had every um, color hair choice that's available and that they all tell something unique and something different. So that's really cool how you said, I don't know if this is what you said, but um, you said that blue hair, did you say that that was when you were expressing sadness? No, that was like the silver, but the blue hair. Silver, okay. When I had blue hair is when... I first came out as being lesbian and I was really just like, this is me, like get over it, like love it or leave it. And like, you know, still being in school, like there was hate everywhere, but like having that, like I felt bold and I felt like I could express myself and like stick out more and be myself like with no remorse because it was like such a bold color. And in that moment I felt bold for like, coming out and being brave and like sharing who I was and dressing how I want and just doing what I want and like not feeling bad about it, which is a hard place to get in life, especially like with other people judging you and watching everything you do. Yes, absolutely. Um, So how old were you when, when this happened, when you actually came out, you were in school? Yes. I came out my eighth grade year. Okay. So before going into high school. Okay. What was that experience like for you? Oh my gosh. It was low-key traumatic. (laughs) 
because the school I went to, everybody was so wrapped up in being like preppy and being on brand and like trending and just like doing certain things and like having that certain click and like having that certain group. So when I came out, I did get a lot of hate for it in a way. Like I remember I would go to like the bleachers cause you had to go to the bleachers and they would like announce you to go to your classes. And I just remember like sitting down in the bleachers and like the boys behind me, like making fun of me, calling me a dyke, like just doing all that rude stuff. And like, it got to me to a certain degree, but not too much because I was confident in that and unapologetic for it. Like I couldn't help it. I love but, that. And mm -hmm. you know, you said earlier, it's hard to get to that place where you just accept yourself and you know, mm -hmm. you just stand in your truth. Um, and that is so true in life, you know, and you're only 19 years old. So you have reached that early in life, I'm a little bit older, um, <laughs> but that is, that's powerful. How has that experience been for you carrying that into modeling, being LGBT in modeling? Has that been a thing for you? Has that been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How, how has navigating through the industry being openly LGBT. How's that experience been? Um, hit or miss, honestly. I I love it because I feel like it gives other LGBT people a voice in a way. Like seeing that and having that broadcasted and like walking the shows and like having a voice for them. I definitely the more I get into modeling, I definitely want to voice that more and share a lot more. But back then when me and you were in LA I was a little like shy from it because I didn't want to be judged and I didn't want like the agencies judging me and I didn't want other girls judging me or like feeling uncomfortable, you know? So. And I didn't even know it at the time, actually. I didn't yeah, even know it until, yeah, yeah until later. Okay. So um, I definitely wasn't as open to it when it came to modeling because mm -hmm. in a way, like I had a fear that it would like get in the way or I would be like shut off because the whole group we were with, like I'm pretty sure me and you were the only people who were LGBT. Mm -hmm. And something about the group we were with kind of made me feel uncomfortable to share that and to voice that in a way. It's like you discerned, you yeah. knew inside mm -hmm. that this may not be the the most comfortable or the most safe situation to disclose that. Yeah. I understand that. Mm -hmm. What was it like for your first time being in LA? How was that? Well, you took me under your wing and <laughs> you made it <laughs> so fun, but it was so interesting. Like getting there, getting in the Uber, like, cause I'm from Kentucky and it is small and it is just grass and horses. But like being on the interstate and just like, it was so big and it was so nice. It was crazy. Like it was surreal. But like, as soon as I got there, I just like stepped into like model mode. Like I was ready. Like I was cutthroat. Like I was like, I'm gonna blow everybody away. Like I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna get in there and do my thing. Um, I love that. It definitely like initiated a fire in me. Cause I was like, Milan, Paris, New York, LA. I'm like that's where you go to model mm -hmm. so like it was crazy for me to be there and i loved it i was definitely in my element do you feel like it 
it lit a fire under you. Like it, it got you yes. to the place where you're like, okay, this is what I'm working towards. This is where I want to be. Cause like you said, LA, Milan, Paris, mm -hmm. New York, you know, those are the big places that you go to, to make it in this industry. Yeah. Cause like when I'm here at home, I feel so unmotivated to like do modeling because there's nothing mm -hmm. around me that motivates me. And that's what I'm trying to learn now is discipline over motivation any day. Yes. Because motivation doesn't follow you everywhere. But if you have discipline and enough discipline, you can get anything done. That is so, powerful. I love yeah. that. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Have you found a way to be more disciplined, being being away from, you know, LA and, and having that experience? Um has it taken you a while to get into that groove? Like, okay, this is, you know, cause like you said, where we're from, there's just really not, that's not around us. So we kind of have to yeah. find it for ourselves. Yeah, definitely. When I got back, I still had that fired me and I was ready to do more, but then that slowly faded away. The more I had to like bury myself in work and like paying bills and just like getting stuck in that nine to five again. It just like went away and I didn't like it was always on the back of my mind, but I didn't have the discipline or the motivation to like keep going. So I definitely got like cold feet in a way, like being back here. I was depressed when I got back, honestly. I was like, oh, normal life. And I didn't. It like was it. like a vacation, but it was a work yeah. vacation for us. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, shit. Now we're back to real life. Mm hmm. And that definitely like drug me down. So I just like strayed away from it for a while. But recently I've been getting that back and like, okay, what am I doing? Like enough messing around. Like this is my dream. This is what I want to do. So I've been taking more pictures like for my digitals and like sending them out recently and just really trying to get back in the groove because it's hard here. <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying. That's actually mm -hmm. what I went through without really putting, putting a name on it, I guess, and realizing what it, recognizing what it was. That's exactly what it was. You know, you come back yeah. to real life, you have to, you know, work a nine to five to make it. And you definitely lose, you, you lose motivation easily when you're just, you know, what's the word I'm looking for when you're going through the motions and you're just going through life, you know, it's yes. really easy to let that fade away and like that hunger and that passion and that drive. Then when you're in the environment where it's surrounding you, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to, you have to almost go inside of yourself and find it from within yourself and remember why, you know, you're doing this and you have mm -hmm. to keep that alive every day, especially where we're at. Yes. And when I was in LA, I wrote myself a note because I knew when I was there, okay. I was like, I feel so motivated here. I love it. Like, I never want to go back. Like, I just want to move here. And then I wrote myself a note, just like reminding myself, reminding my future self when I'm back here, like of everything I felt. And like from time to time, when I find myself getting distracted, I will read it and it'll help me like bring that back. And like, I'm so glad I did that because it's just like nostalgic and reminds me of like, okay, I have this dream because of this, like working a nine to five and like working for big corporations is not my dream. Like it is for other people, but it's not for me. And that like, that's a big distraction because I have to make money to live, you know, to pay bills, to have things, but it like distracts me 
because it buries like my dream because that's not what I actually want to do. So it's like, it's hard to like balance out. The grind, mm -hmm. the grind of trying to reach where you want to go. And literally what we just said, staying fulfilled, staying passionate, staying hungry and driven for it. And just dealing with all this shit that you don't want to deal with. We don't want to go to work. We don't want to work for somebody yeah. else. We don't yeah. want somebody else to tell us what, what we have to do and what we can't do. And whether we can have this day off, you know, I, I completely get it. It's, it's miserable. It's, it's hard. Um, something else that I really want to touch on that I kind of missed my moment to, to touch on it when we were, when we were there in the conversation, um, you've shared with me that you really didn't have support growing up, you know, um, for your dream. And, and especially, you know, being, being back home now, being back where you're, you know, where you're from and being surrounded by your family. How has that been for you? Has that changed at all? Are they, do they still look at it like it's too far fetched? It's never going to happen. My close family has supported me. I remember like getting into it, it was like, oh, are you sure? Like, this is a lot, this is a lot of work. But the more I got into it, my mom and my grandparents have supported me a lot more and a lot through it. Like, wow, you're really good. Like, you really have like some talent, like you need to do this, you need to do this. But like I said, we just all got distracted with everything. But definitely when I put myself out there and when I started doing it, I think they saw like how happy it made me. And I was actually talking to my mom about this yesterday outside in the gazebo. I was like, I want to get back into it. Like I miss it. I'm done being distracted. Like I have to put my hundred percent into it. And she was like, I support you. I support you. Like I saw how you were when you did it, but life just got in the way. So do it again, do it. And like hearing that from her meant a lot because I was not expecting that. I was expecting like, yeah, but you have stuff here to take care of. You still got to work, like, you know, get another job, like this, this, and this. Instead, she gave me like the opposite reaction to what I'm used to, which was nice. That's nice. Yeah, that's mm. that's beautiful. Because, you know, like you were just saying, um, the people that really matter, you know, your, your close family, those are the ones that it, it's nice to have their support because we're going to go after what we want regardless whether we have yeah. it or not. But when you do have it and when you're surprised, you know, um, I've, I've had the same experience with my mother. So it's like, you expect the conventional, like, well, you got to go to work, you know, you have, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. But then when you have their blessing and they understand it, or maybe just a part of it, something else that I would like to touch on something that we actually, we talked about a lot. Um, how has it been, uh, working with, working with others in the industry, like your peers and feeling sometimes, I don't want to say this about everybody, but sometimes you can feel that evil eye or you can feel that, oh. you know what I mean? You can feel that cattiness or you can feel that, oh. that ingenuine, like, are they really here for me or are they just staying close to me because we're both after the same thing and yes. they want it, you know, how has yes. that been? I have definitely interacted with both. People who want to get to the top and also want to see you get to the top and people who are going to climb up that ladder with you and then leave you stranded. <laughs> I think I really realized it when I was 
down in LA because obviously it is such a cutthroat business. Like it is mm -hmm. like one wrong thing and you're being dogged on or you're left. Like it's so cutthroat. I definitely realized it though. I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of an example I can give that like wouldn't call anybody out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I notice it in people's attitude when they think I'm not looking because yes. it is one thing to be confident in what you're doing. And it is another thing to be completely egotistic about it. And I observe people like I will observe people. So like when they're doing one thing and like you're doing the other, you can see how they react to you doing that versus like how you would react to them getting like going to an open call or like booking agencies. But I think definitely when we got our callback sheets back, that's kind of what I saw. Like if you had more than the other, they'd be like, oh, or like then they would go talk about like, how did she get more? Or like, how did he get more? You know, just all of that instead of like supporting each other, knowing we're in a very tough industry. So we have to support each other because your path isn't going to be mine. What's for you is for you. That's a lesson yeah. that I've absolutely learned. Mm -hmm. And if just because somebody else, it seems like they're being blessed right now. They're winning right now. We all have a season. So, yeah. you know, it's like, let's be happy for everybody. And let's just know that our moment is coming. Because just because they get something doesn't take away from what's ours. Yes. But not everybody knows that. You know, not everybody knows. No, not everybody has learned that lesson. And like you said, um, just just being quiet and just observing and just noticing, you know, just just assessing the situation around you and just being just just seeing, just seeing how they interact or what what they're what's coming out of their mouth when we're not on stage, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's always looking. So I completely understand where, where you're going with that and what yeah. you're saying. And you probably seen a lot of that in the competition as well. In the, yes, you know, in competing. Like, yes. I pay attention to how my peers react to other people when they are in their moment and when they are winning, like when they're like top model of the year, like the most callbacks, I'm like, how are you reacting to this? Cause I know how I'm going to react. I'm going to be happy for them, but how are you reacting? And then they react like what her seriously. And I'm like, so if you say that about her, you're going to mm -hmm. say that about me when that mm -hmm. happens to me. Yes. And so it's kind of like that. I understand completely. I thought of an example. I won't name it, but I, we both have probably talked about it. Um, yeah. 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 And it's like, you know, I'm, like you said, like noticing other people um, maybe reacting to somebody from a different team that's mm -hmm. one. And it's like, what's to say if I was on that other team, how, what would you be saying about me? You know? Yeah. It's like, just because we're on the same team and you're smiling in my face, do you really, are you, do you really have my back? Do you really support me? Mm -hmm. You know? And what I want to add to that is you learn who people are. You learn yes. who people truly are and you learn not to get caught up in that in this business. Um, you learn to just weed out the real and the fake. And that's even outside of this business. That's in life. You learn who is just really, you know, a real person, somebody that's genuine, somebody that you can trust. And you also realize who is going to last and who's not and who will, you know, who's going to make it, who's, who's yeah. really, you know, even going to, you know, go anywhere because your attitude, there's a quote and I'm going to miss, I'm going to mispronounce it. Um, 
but there's a quote that says attitude is 90% of the battle or something like that. Basically, whatever we go through in life, 10% of it is what happens to us. 90% of it is how we react to it. You know how we handle it. And I can think of so many examples. I'm not going to mention those either, but I know you know what I'm thinking. Yes, because you can <laughs> be so, mind. you could be so talented, but if your attitude is dirt poor, you're not going to make it up there because no one's going to want to put up with you. No Absolutely. one's going to want to interview. No one is going to want you like representing their brand. Mm-hmm. Like you can be beautiful and have the best catwalk, but if you have a sucky attitude mm-hmm. and a sucky mindset, like your looks can only get you so far because the industry is both. It's both. Yes. Yes. It's, you know, there is a lot of people out here that they're busy and they don't want to have their time wasted. And if they're going to deal with that kind of stuff, they're not, you know, I don't have all the experience in the world with casting directors, but I've realized that a lot of them, they don't care about who's the most talented. They care about what is it going to be like to work with you? What is it going to be like on set? You know, what kind of energy are you going to bring around me? Um, because like you said, that carries out in interviews and promotion and just all of that. Like if you are just entitled and, you know, you treat people poorly, nobody wants to be around that. Mm-hmm. And especially in our day and age, you know, we're coming up and we're not putting up with what we used to put up with. You know, yeah, we're calling no. out piss poor behavior. Yes. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see, you know, just us being in our industry it, you don't have to be have a certain look anymore. You don't have to be a certain height. You don't have, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. It doesn't matter anymore. It's so more, it's much more inclusive. Excuse yes, me. and I love that. And you, and it's just, you are going to get so much farther in life when you have the right attitude and when you just treat people the way you want to be treated. It's as simple as that. You don't have to be best friends, but if you just, you know, you don't have to treat each other like shit. Yeah, Exactly. So that that's such an important thing, you know, as talking about it now, we're talking about modeling, but that's in life, you know, you, you just, yes. you learn a lot, you learn a you lot do. And, and it makes you a better person. And I think it makes you stronger. I think you are going to, um, I think you're going to handle what comes your way a lot better. Um, you know, we're definitely going to deal with obstacles in this industry. Um, but Lots the things that we go through, yes, just just the things that we go through and the things that we've learned and observed and witnessed, I think is going to just make us that much more prepared and, and level up to where we need to be for the next opportunity. So I love that we're talking about this and anybody out there that's listening, you don't have to be a model. You don't have to be in this industry. This is just life lessons. Yes. That it's, it's beautiful to connect with somebody that, um, you know, both of us are LGBT and it's beautiful to just, to have that support and to be able to give each other their flowers and nourish each other, water each other, and just not, you know, what, what is for you is for you. And I, and I'm happy to see you succeed. And when I see you succeed, it makes me want to go out and get what I'm, what's for me, you know? Yeah. This is how I look at it. I look at it as the universe is going to put what you want in front of your face, see how you react and then give it to you. So say you have been wanting to be the face of a brand for so long, and then one of your peer gets it. And if you're just like giving them the evil eye and like talking shit behind their back, like God's gonna take notice of that, he will. But if you're like applauding them on and you're like, yes, and you're like, this is great for you. Like, okay, you next, cause you have the brains for it, you know? 
you have the personality for it. Like you're not dogging on people behind their back because what goes around comes around. I'm a firm believer of that. I love it. I love it. That was, that was clip worthy y'all. Y'all will be seeing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about your experience teaching runway. Let's talk about how you, how we started out runway together, learning it. And now you've taught it. What's that been like? I loved it. I worked really hard on my runway walk. So to get like recommendation for that, like that was amazing. Like to be able to teach the class and have people like, you know, applaud me for it and the hard work I put in, I love that. And I love teaching it because I love helping others. And it was so fun because everybody has their own unique style and their own unique walk. So seeing all that was so fun and like teaching all of it was fun. And I also got to um, be a judge at like the fashion shows before they got sent off to the convention, okay, which was so fun too, because it's nice to be like on the runway. And then it's also nice to be on the other side because yeah. it's mm-hmm. like our acting director, Adam said, he said something like, you have to judge to be judged. And that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like that stuck with me. Like you're gonna get judged and then you also have to judge because that's just how it works. So I really loved teaching it because it gave me a voice and it gave me an opportunity to voice like how I want this industry to look and like to remind girls that they're beautiful. Like I remember one day I was teaching, this girl came up to me and she was like, I'm so sorry, but I don't feel confident today and I don't feel beautiful. And I love that because I got to talk her up and be like, you are beautiful and I'm sorry you don't feel confident right now, but like once you're on that runway, strut your stuff because you're beautiful. And I got to remind her of her worth. And like, that was so touching to me. And that's what we need more in this industry because it can be so toxic. So for me to be able to just put like the sweetness in it and just to remind the girls like, you're beautiful, you're unique, you have stuff to tell this world. So go out and do it, go out and tell it. Like, I love being able to share that because there is so much toxicity. So yes. I love to get in there and like balance it out and just to remind everybody that they're worth it and they can do whatever they put their mind to. So that was the I big thing it. for me. That's what I love most about it. I love it. Yeah. Um, being able to give back, being able to, you know, give back what you were taught and pay it forward to the people coming up behind us that that's beautiful. That's an experience. Like you said, seeing it from both sides, um, seeing it from being in it and competing and being the, the artist, and then seeing some, then being the one to critique other artists and seeing something that it's just all a learning experience and and networking and connecting with people. And I'm, I'm an avid believer in networking and connecting with people Mm -hmm. and just, we can learn something from anybody. I believe I believe that every life has a story. I believe that that's an Oprah quote, actually. And I think, you know, there's something that somebody is good at that we may not be good at, but we can learn from them and we can just, you know, we can be inspired by them. It's just all just a big smorgasbord of inspiration. And I yeah, just, it's a I circle. love it. I, I love it. I love to hear that. That's fun. I, I would love to have that experience too. Have you, um, have you thought about teaching your own classes, doing something like, your own thing where you um 
what's what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe having like modeling camps and things like that. I haven't. Down the okay. road, that would be fun. Okay. Because right now, I'm still trying to put myself out there mm-hmm. and do like my journey with that. But down the road, I definitely could teach my own runway classes or just be like public speaking. Like I want to do public speaking really badly. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what you want, you have to put yourself out there to get, you know? And uh, if that's something that you want to do, you have that skill in you. And this is just preparing you for that, for that next yeah. phase. And you yeah. have, you already have so much to share and to talk about. I think that you could be a big voice for LGBT models. And I think you could also just yes. be a big voice for young models. You're, you're I would young. love that. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. 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 And I think that you could just, you know, give them some of the lessons that you've learned and, and some of the skills that you've gained and just pay it back to them. I love that. That's exciting. Something that we have to talk about as well that we haven't touched on yet is us both being LGBT in this industry. How's your experience been with males? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, some mo- some male models will respect you. Other male models, I feel like, are only there to get the woman because I have seen that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like they're distracted and they're not rehearsing and doing what they need to do. Instead, they're going out to the bars and they're drinking with girls. Mm-hmm. And yeah, or it's like. Are you sure you're gay? You're so pretty. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, I've I've had a male model tell me that before to my face. That's or being so like, ridiculous. oh, you like girls? That's cool. Like finding it attractive, like sexualizing it. Right, right. And it's it's almost as if them saying that it's like because you're so pretty, you shouldn't be gay. Like that. Yes. That's that. It's just crazy. We, we actually both got to connect with somebody that I can just absolutely see them taking over the industry. I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, his attitude was just wonderful. And yes, yes. Actually, I'm trying to thank um, Gavin. Was, he was oh, phenomenal. Oh, my God. He um, was amazing. He was amazing, he was but, amazing. He was, but he was humble. You know, and that's yes. what adds. that's what adds to what we're saying. He was amazing. He wasn't just so talented and so quote unquote, good looking and so good at what he was doing. His personality, His personality was, was beautiful. Amazing. He, he yes. was just, you know, he was somebody that I would want him to represent my brand, you know, yes, because he's not absolutely. out here. He's not out here like, oh, I look so good. I'm so hot and mm-hmm. just so cocky with it, you know, and just treating other people like they're beneath him. He was just humble from the time he stepped on the scene and, you know, just he was he was wonderful to connect with and to meet. And he's not just because he won so much. He wasn't like rubbing it in your face. He was celebrating when we won too. It was just, I love to connect with people like that. Those are the type of yes. people that I want to surround myself with, you know, because it's, you know, yeah. it doesn't take, like we said earlier, it doesn't take away from us, somebody else winning everything, but when they are that gracious and they're that humble with it, it's inspiring because it's like, those are the type of people that are going to help us win in our season. And they're going to be right there celebrating with this. And that's, that's a beautiful thing to see. I love it. I love to meet those type of people. He was so inspirational and he was so kind. Very kind. Like and humble and down to earth. And you don't see that a lot, especially where no, we were. Don't. We didn't see that. Absolutely. So. And I, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I want to say he's either from LA or he's he's definitely living in LA. He's, so being in that, yeah, he's from LA. Yeah. I was thinking he was from there. Being in that bubble, you don't see that. Absolutely. No. So it was so beautiful. He's going to go so far. 
yes uh, and i'm I, so excited to yes. watch him like i still follow yes. him on all platforms and like Absolutely. when i see like his pictures i'm like oh my god like yeah. i'm rooting mm -hmm. for him like he was amazing even seeing him at the callbacks like he just had like the agencies just like clinging on to him right. and i was so happy because he deserves that Yes, and I'm excited to see what comes for him. Absolutely. That's the type of person that I want to see getting it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's that's beautiful. What other stories can we share, Kylie, from our modeling journey that the world may not get experience with if they're not in modeling? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. Uh, can you think of any? I LA was the, a roller coaster. Yes, I can't off the top of my head, but I just, I love how you put it. Like us being from, I'm from Ohio, you're from Kentucky. And just being, we have the hills, we have animals. We have, you know, we don't have like the late night Ubers and, you know, the pop and night scene and all of that. And all the, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? All of the tools that, you know, LA would have or New York would yeah. have for these for these artists. So when we got there and we just got to live that life for a week, I, I'm with you. I was so sad when I came back. I was like, I don't want to go back to my real life. I want to live this life forever. I know. It was so much fun. And it was just so, it was humbling and inspiring to see, yes. just to have, be in that atmosphere. Something that stuck with me is when me and you went down to Hollywood and we went to that mall and uh -huh. like that elevator, <laughs> yes we were at, we were at the beverly hills oh what's it called the big mall in beverly hills it's right across from cedar sinai hospital i can't think but i know exactly what, what you're talking about we were looking at looking at the mirror like being complete your typical you know narcissistic models yes. which were totally not but we taking were just, pictures we were just hamming it up taking pictures and just being silly it was so much fun Yes. We went to Popeyes. We went to Popeyes on Hollywood, I believe. <laughs> yes, we did. That was an experience. Because, like, that whole week, we were just working our ass off. Yes. And then when we got to go out, and that was my first time. <laughs> that was my first time um, going out. It was so cool to see everything. And I just felt like I was living the life. And I yes. loved it. The life that we will live someday. Yes. I'm big, I'm big yes. on speaking it into existence. Manifestation has Yes, that's the word. So far. It. I yes. could literally do another podcast about manifestation and like how it's helped me and like how I've seen it. And like Okay. Yeah. Y'all will have to stay tuned for that when we're gonna mm -hmm. save the goods for another episode. Kylie has been so great connecting with you and seeing you again, talking to you about all of this and just pouring into each other's cup. Please let us know, Kylie, where we can find you on social media, wherever, whatever you are working on as well. If you have any projects that you want to throw our way that we can support, let us okay. know where we can I find will. you. My Instagram is Kylie, K-I-L-E-Y dot Hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S. And then an extra S. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Okay. We can find everything there. We will follow you. We will support you. We Thank look you. forward to what's coming from you. Y'all, you have to see this girl's work. Her print work is phenomenal. And you have to get out there to a show that she's going to be at and see her walk and learn yes. from her someday. We are Thank working you. on these. Absolutely. We are manifesting these. These are going to come into existence and we will see you guys there. Yes, everybody. Thank you. thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kylie. Thank you for listening. No problem. Thank this you for having is, me. Absolutely. This has been another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.
K-A-M-E